I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, your weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. Ah, Joel, shut up. Footy's great. No, <laughs> Sean, Tom, That's rude. you both shut the fuck <laughs> That's up. That's rude. I was the only team that played in a game that meant anything this weekend, and we oh, shit the true. bed. That's, that's, that's not true. That's not true. Oh, Tom and I, fucking... every win is important for us. It <laughs> depends where we finish inside the top four. There's not just a log yeah, jam yeah. Disgusting. position Disgusting. seven to 12. There's a log jam Disgusting. five to one. Yeah, mate. Home finals are on the line here. Yeah, not for me. They're just all at the MCG, so... Shut up, Tom. Did you say MCG, Tom? Jeez, I'd love to play there. I haven't played there all year. (laughs) Brisbane, actually, we we had one more game scheduled. It was against Hawthorne. It's been moved. Brisbane will not play at the MCG unless, I don't know, maybe grand final day. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, big. Fuck. That is big. Right. I'm sick of all this fucking preamble, and I'm in a terrible mood because of footy, so let's get into it. Friday night, Port Adelaide beat uh, Collingwood by 28 points. Is there anything else we need to say? No. Why was this no, on Friday so. night? Get fucked, seven. On the Friday night things, there's this thing around the players. So I heard it today. So they've announced a new fixture, and there's a, two teams who are on a Friday night that probably shouldn't be on a Friday night. Is this the five-day break? Yeah. They're really mm. pushing that you can't give any teams more than one five-day break. So they're sticking to that. So the AFL, when they're shuffling things around, have had to put a few... Uh, non-Hollywood, a few off-Broadway sides on the Broadway slot. Yeah, who's in prime time this week? St. Kilda and Carlton, Sean. That is the most disgusting fixture of the year. It's pretty bad. On a Friday night, oh, is there Thursday night footy? No. Nah. Well, this is a disgrace. At least there's Olympics, well, I suppose. No, not yet. There's no Thursday footy yet. Ugh. Essendon and Sydney were originally Friday night. That oh, would have been a much see, better that's game. That's a game. That's a game. Um, anyway... So Friday night, uh, the this round of footy started with not a bang but a whimper. But then Saturday rolled around, and uh, I've heard this thrown around a lot. But there is some uh, green shoots coming out of the North Melbourne Football Club. Everyone, 
They fucking put on a clinic against Carlton, and when they were tested, said, no, you shut the fuck up, you navy blue cunts. We are coming (laughs) for you, and we are not backing down, and fuck you. Finals get fucked. That's what they said. <laughs> I love that. I love the idea of there being teams that cannot play finals, but can decide if other teams play finals. Yeah, and I respect the fuck out of North for being like, not Carlton this year, boys. No way. <laughs> David Noble is a gem. What a great coach. I think. Look, little spoiler alert for next season of Howgood's Footy. Um, we're going to be on North big time. I love Noble. I love what North are doing. Yes, building, they are building nicely. It's beautiful to see. Yeah, he kicked uh, seven goals. Was he playing on Weedering? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can kiss goodbye, you All-Australian jacket boy. Fucking hell. Kick seven. I, I heard him. I think the thing that's that's great about that is that he's the only, he's the main guy down there. Like, yeah. with Brown not being there and Magic Door not being there and a few injuries here and there, and the, just the way things have played out, he's it's basically Larky and, and no one else. And you can really see... In the back half of this year, they've put together some, not necessarily wins, but decent performances that show that next year is going to be brighter. And they're not the easy beats they were, say, rounds one to round 10. Like, oh, no. no. They're gelling, no they're building. <laughs> I'm a bit scared to fucking play them next week. They're playing like a sort of mid-tier team now instead of a yeah. the wooden spooner. Uh, I love Taron Thomas as well. I think he's, oh, he's becoming hell. awesome. He's already great. He's going to be yeah. so good next year too. How old Big- is he? Like 21? 22, maybe. Yeah, he's been around for a couple of years now. It's fucked. This is probably um, his third or fourth year, I think. Goldstein, still good, even though he's an old cunt. Ben yeah. Cunt, still good, even though he's a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and, and then, you know, complimented with guys like Larky, um, who are these young guns, these like Kane Turner, who's putting in great years. Jai Simpkins going better again every year. I'm having to learn North Melbourne players, boys. They're forcing me to learn their names. I Aaron think- Hall... Aaron Jesus. Hall's great, yeah. Noble's he's been got- good for players, I think. He's improved oh. Zeeble, he's impl- improved Hall. Absolutely. Is Jared Pollock back? He played on the weekend for the first time in ages, and he, he played a decent role too. So I'd tip him to have a good one next year as well, I reckon. It's, it's, and it's Stevenson. Stevenson's stuff. playing well. Yeah. It's, it's all like, happening. It's, it's, you know, mate. They maybe- kicked 18 goals eight. I would fucking die if Hassan kicked 18 goals eight. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Nah, it's it's fucking good. And what was great about this is that we rode this game with with a friend of ours who is a yep. big North Melbourne fan. Ryan, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Ryan, who was at three-quarter time, he posted the photo of the roast before he'd put it in the oven. He, yeah, so he- <laughs> Or this, half time. Dangerously close to an early crow, but it was just a photo of an uncooked roast, and he was just letting us know that he was prepared. Uh, he just wanted to have dinner on time. Yep. Yeah. you got to respect and, it. Um, and look, if they'd lost, he would have thrown it out. I'm oh, sure. absolutely. Straight in the yeah. bin. Yeah. Also, it's Carlton, so he believed. Um, <laughs> bye-bye, Teague. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not yeah. really. That's <laughs> what you Teague get. The Teague train uh, careened off a fucking cliff. <laughs> it ran into Nick Larkey, and he's a big man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this ties into something from last week. But we actually got a tweet um, during this game from a friend of the show, Tracy, who doesn't think I know who she is, even though I've met her in real life. Um, And she simply tweeted, if this game doesn't scream Carlton, I don't know what does. I'm not even mad that Howgood's footy hates on us. We're a joke. So that's from a Carlton supporter. I won't say anything else. I'm just putting it out there. We got her. Uh, Also, every year since, I 
think 2015 or 20, actually it might be 2013, Carlton have lost to bottom of the ladder or finished there themselves. That is, yeah, well, huge. I mean, what else is there to say? Cop yeah. that, Tracy. Man. <laughs> um, but yeah, fucking hell, North Melbourne. Jeez, looked very exciting. Also, so hungry for goals. And they wanted Nick Larky to kick 100. <laughs> they were looking for him too with that. Like, yeah. what was that last one he kicked with like 40 seconds to go? Yeah. So many other players could have had a shot and were in better spots, and they were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give him Sav a Larky or bust. Great. Sev Larky. Sev Larky. It's also worth noting that uh, John O'Brown was commentating, Big Brownie, and he said, oh, he kicked a bag. He'd be pretty upset that the nightclubs are closed, and then, like, his sentence continued. But at that point in my mind, I was like, what the fuck is Brownie about to say? <laughs> it was like, because then he was he like, He didn't oh, know I'm... either. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, when you're talking bags, and then you're talking nightclubs, the next sentence, which he said, was something along the lines of, like, yeah, he uh, would have would have been able to go out and not pay for a drink, but it was said with significantly less conviction than the first sentence, so I don't think that's where it was going. <laughs> yeah, would have been able to go out and not pay for a bump. Uh, <laughs> the um, producer shot him a death stare. <laughs> if you say bags one more time, <laughs> save it for your fucked podcast, John O'Brown. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Anyway, Next so game, let's go. This game... Uh, up until half time, which is when the Carlton and North Melbourne game is still going, uh, was dog shit. But then we have a bit of a theory with this game that uh, Nobs and the boys called up the Brisbane Lions and just said, "Don't worry about it, get it done." Bit of <laughs> shin bone of spirit through the phone. Yeah. So Brisbane were playing Gold Coast Suns, and at half time, Gold Coast were putting up quite the fight, and Brisbane were looking shaky as hell. A lot of stuff like Joey missing goals from directly in front. Twice. Joey, oh boy! <laughs> but then from half time, Sean, thirteen goals to zero for a while, mm. and then um, Chris kicked the last goal of the game. Was it thirteen zero? No, no, no. Thirteen zero. No, they. they I think it was, it was twelve 10. of the next thirteen, possibly. Is that right? Yeah. You, so you, you finished with the last two goals of the game, so it might have been maybe 10 it was of the last. I think at one point, Joel, we kicked eleven in a row or something. Yeah, it was cooked. Um, it was absolutely cooked. Um. Down by 27 points at halftime, then just turned it on. I think Nobes probably called Fags at halftime, a little two-minute chat, got in his ear, said, play a bit more like North Melbourne, and bam, away we went. You kicked Um, 11 in a row. So 11 to zero, and then they kicked one, and then you kicked another two. We played them earlier in the year. I think we kicked 13 in a row as well. So, Jesus. I like. There are teams in this league who, if we were down by 27 points at half time, I would have been sweating bullets mm-hmm. because it's Gold Coast and because yeah. Brisbane hadn't played that well. Also, I looked at the stats at half time and we were like well ahead in inside 50s, and there were just other yeah. key areas where we were like either ahead or matching. And it was just like, ah, oh, it just hasn't worked out yet. So, provided yeah. that we come out and really have a crack and don't let yeah. them kick the first couple and get excited again. Yeah. Gold Coast, like, shit their pants. They came out and, like, stopped running. They just, like, really went defensive. Yeah. Because yeah. Brisbane didn't, like, explode out of the blocks in the second half. No. It took probably it was- 10 or 15 minutes, and then they really got going, and then Gold Coast just couldn't stop them. Well, yeah. You big, kicked- the big O was firing. You kicked 5-5 five, five in the third quarter, but then in the last quarter, you kicked eight goals, four. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Jared Lyons won the medal again, the uh, the Marcus Ashcroft medal. He, he loves it. Loves I think that's it. his second or his third one now. Yeah, he he's has, gonna have such a fucking has, sore neck. 
<laughs> he has said though that he actually likes playing well against the Suns to oh, be sure. like fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can tell. Of course. I, he racked it up. He had I think 33 touches or something, something crazy. Um Tom, you you know you've got him in your fantasy card. Oh, he's beautiful. I think he gave me 140 points. He actually outscored Miller who I brought in for his scoring potential. Yeah, Miller was good. Um, I didn't notice him too much in the second half. I think he still had like 30-plus again because he's had, I think, is it 11 games in a row now or 12 games in a row with 30-plus? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, you know, the thing with Tuke Miller, this is what holds him back, is the goal kicking. Yeah. Late in that second quarter, he had two shots at goal. It, it could have They could have like really got on top of us and he missed them. They were really gettable shots. Joey Danaher, he missed every easy... Shot mm-hmm. at goal, and then his goals were all the most fucked things you will ever see. <laughs> yeah, he he. You know how some players will kick a goal, and the look on their face is like that angry, pumped up sort of emotion. Yeah, Joe never has that. No. Joe's face when he kicks a goal is always a bit like a goofy smile, like a can't believe that worked. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> He's pure chaos, and I think that commentators keep. Saying, oh, he needs to you know straighten up. I don't know if he ever will. I think he's just no. always going to be fucked like that. Which is yeah. when you need someone like a Link McCarthy who can kick four goals. Brisbane have got a lot of avenues to go. It's really good. Um, yeah, I think the problem yeah. with having like Brisbane are going to have this problem. I think and have had it in the past. It has cost you games, but you're still a very very strong side. Which is when you've got players like Joe Danaher and Charlie Cameron in the same side, which are like. They will get the ball, but they will also just spray a bunch of shots. But you can be like, yep. they'll kick fucking three goals, four, for instance. And you're like, well, yeah, that's just how they play. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Like Charlie Cameron, if he has the ball on the run and is snapping it over his shoulder, I expect him to kick a goal. But if he's having mm. like a set shot from yep, straight yep. in front, <laughs> yep. he probably will miss. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just good. It was a good response. It was, to be honest, in the first half, it was exactly what I talked about last week. I mm-hmm. said, if Brisbane don't bring like this real intensity around the ball, they're going to be exposed for speed. And yeah, the back line looks again. so slow. I was like ripping my fucking hair out at Birchall and Leicester. <laughs> and like, it just, they got exposed big time. Harris yeah. Andrews, like, I don't know. The commentators get into him because his opponent was kicking goals. But it's like, look what he's doing though. He's trying to cover like four other people. He his is teammates one man. are not accountable. But here, yeah, he responded really well. He had a great game. So did Rich, Big O, um, Lions, McCluggage, I think had like 18 touches in the second half. Jesus. Anytime he's kicking inside 50, we're absolutely on. I think he leads the AFL for goal assists this season. Far out. That's I think a, he's had 23. Um, yeah. So when he gets another, the ball, yeah. Robbo had an absolute fucking blinder of a game too. Oh, he's a beast. There was a time this season earlier on, I think, where I thought, I don't know if he's going to be still on the team at the end of the year. He absolutely will be. Yeah. He's just, he finds a way to just like keep going to another level. I love him. And Jared Berry was back and he seemed to play a fair bit in the forward line. Um, I think they're just going to build him back up. He was important. Yeah. He did a few things, but I, I wouldn't have, I can't imagine he had more than 10 or 15 touches. But yeah, slow build up. Lockie Neal's shoulders cooked. He's just yeah. honestly getting through the year. He's just really grinding it out. He's waiting for that one week off before finals. Yeah, that's going to be big for Brisbane because they might, you know, get um, Marcus Adams, Darcy Gardner. Yeah, Cockatoo was the medical sub. I'd love to see him get a game. I reckon he might get a game next week. 
That's in that's like yes, he didn't get on the ground at all. Thankfully, because he didn't need to. Yep. But that's his first actual appearance for uh, at AFL level since like round three, two thousand and eighteen, yep. or something like that. Like like that's two or three years. Like that's yeah, Jesus, it's really great. fucking good. It tells you that they they think he's ready, which yep. is good because you wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't well, know. Yeah. You wouldn't name him unless you're in you know, Adelaide Crows, <laughs> yes, and you want to fuck up your medical self. <laughs> Did someone else do a cooked one recently? Um, no, uh, the yes. only cooked one. Oh. No, no, someone did, and it happened on Friday night. Mason oh, yeah. Cox was the medical sub, and Pendlebury <laughs> went down. And look, as we all know, Cox, Pendlebury, like for like. Yeah, that's such a weird choice for a medi sub. I think your yeah. sub needs to be someone who's like a bit of a utility, someone who can yeah. kind of fill a gap anywhere. Don't pick Mason like, Cox. <laughs> Crazy. Like how Essendon often have, like, Zaharakis, or um, I think Redmond might have been our medical sub this yeah. week. Yeah. It's, like, they it's, make sense. Well, it's, it's either it's either someone like that, or the like. You either pick a utility like Essendon do, Brisbane tend to do that as well, or Geelong's approach, which is pick another midfielder and then swing a midfielder forward, like a Menegola or a Dangerfield. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's what it should be. It shouldn't be a key position player. Your medical sub shouldn't be a full forward or a full back, and like it's just a weird, weird choice. I mean, yeah. generally, you you just want leg speed, probably. Yeah, yeah. So legs. yeah, Mason Cox is not that. Yeah, Brisbane very happy. They need to not. They need to find a way to just be switched on for a whole game. Yeah, can't have any of this first half shit again because it was just like when we played the Saints and when we played Richmond. They just need to keep stepping it up. Will it be opponent based? Like if you were playing, it's like if you're playing a final against a Melbourne or a Bulldogs or somebody, surely you're switched on from the outset because of the occasion, because of the opponent. Yeah, but you know the issue I have with that is. They've lost the last two. They had to win against the Gold Coast if they wanted to make top four, right? Mm-hmm. So they should just be switched on. It, it shouldn't be an opponent thing. It should be, oh, we've lost our last two games. We need to come out and murder this team. Yeah. And they didn't have that mindset. So they need to they need to fix that. Can't be next relying game. on secondhand shin bone a spirit every week, Sean. That's right. No. Yep. All right. Next game, which was... The results say a close game, but I reckon if you're a West Coast Eagles supporter, you probably felt pretty safe the whole game. Um, so West Coast took on St. Kilda. Uh, West Coast only won by eight points, but like St. Kilda kicked two goals right at the end, but West Coast kicked one. So I don't know. There wasn't enough time for them to win, I don't think. No. Um, St. Kilda switched it on way too late, and there was a bit of a second quarter blowout by West Coast who kicked six goals. And that was where the game was won. They're now locked in, aren't they? Top eight, right? West Coast. They've steadied enough, probably. I think they're on forty points. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, probably they're probably one more will probably get them across the line. Yep. Um. Two to be safe. And on my think... ladder predictor, they're 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 in. Yeah. I'll me, tell you what. Me too. Sean, it got to work out this weekend. For- mm. I was alternating between two apps and two apps only this weekend, and they were the ladder predictor in the AFL and uh, a certain Olympics app that I well, we'll talk about later, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, so, yeah, West Coast probably playing finals. That's exciting for them. They really need to sort their shit out, though, if they want to make any damage in the finals. Yep. Straight sets. Because they are, not, I don't know if it counts as straight sets if it's just one loss, Tom, but that's okay. Come on, mate. Come on. Straight sets as if you're in the top four. That'll be yep. you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Get fucked. No, it'll be Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Melbourne won't make top four. 
not in my top four right now. They're not in mine either. Yeah. Um, speaking of, Melbourne uh, was the next game. They played Western Bulldogs 1v2. Can't believe Doggy's I tipped got, them. Doggy's got the revenge. You know what happened revenge. in the tipping? You know what happened, what? boys? Bevo was playing mind games, not with the demons, but with, but with me. You? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced that's why he does some things that he does, because he knows I'm out there. He knows I'm listening. Yeah. And it worked, Bevo. I saw yeah. you pick a really tall side, and I went, why are you changing your tactics? If you're the best, let Melbourne come to you. He, he sucked me right in. <laughs> the tactics worked. He changed his tactics to, yeah. to play Melbourne. That's not to, the yeah. same side that had played Richmond or Port Look, or anything Tom, like that. I have to respect it. Was it you like Bevo move. now? No. Well, he, Of course he doesn't. I love I him. Can't, look, I can't remember why I hate him. Until I remember, I can't say that I like him. <laughs> <laughs> why can't you go the other way? Why can't you say you like him and then if you remember the reason why... Yeah, but what if it's a sin bin. what if it's like a really powerful reason? We'd all remember. I don't think you would. If Sean, if it Tom, was so powerful, Tom, Tom, shut up. How many people do I have beef with? You're not <laughs> so going to remember many. all of them, are you, mate? So many. <laughs> but if it was a really powerful one, I would. I wow. feel like that Bevo came after Brisbane for something once. I think that he got lippy in a press conference one time. That could be it. And I feel like that's it was when so, that's not that's not powerful enough. <laughs> hey, depend, you don't know what, what he, he said. said. Yeah. Um, how how early? Look, I'm prepared to do the research to find this out. How early in the run of this show do you think this happened? I reckon it happened in 2018 or maybe 2019. Hmm. You just need to need find to, a yeah. You need to, to find to a the, week. How good's for the archives? Yeah, you need to pick a week in 2019, I reckon, where Western Bulldogs would have had a game that we would have spoken about. Mm. Um, listen to it, see how your tone with Bevo is, and if it's negative, then you got to go further back. If it's positive, you got to go forward. Because I'm positive, I I, I remember, I just don't remember what it is, but I remember there was a moment where he did something very bad against you. me. Yeah. yeah, to me, to you personally, which was play yeah. mind games and fuck your tips up. <laughs> yeah. Which, I'm annoyed uh, that I'm annoyed that no listener remembers. Let us know Come, if you remember. Yeah, fucking hell. Email Bevo, show, if please. you're listening, let us know. Was yeah. it ta- was it just the taking of Shacky way back when? I don't think so, because yeah. I wouldn't have. That wouldn't have cut me up. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah. he had a Next- he had a good game on the weekend actually, having reinvented himself now in a defensive role, which is good for him. Yeah, good on him. Um, and the other Saturday night game was the biggest Who Cares Cup in the world, but unfortunately, I fucked up my tip. Uh, Adelaide played Hawthorne. Adelaide won by 19 points. Joel, I did the exact same thing. I fucked it up. Is this a Hawthorne thing? I, they've cost me a couple times now. Why do yeah, I tip them? I, think it was I tipped them on a Monday. In, I don't know why. This I think this game was played in Melbourne, which is why I probably would have been like, eh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, it was a marvel. They were good, though, last week against Melbourne. Well, that's threw, right. They? Yeah, there was a so draw. That's probably what it was. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That would have Wait, been it. How many tips did you boys get this week? I think six. I got six. Yeah. I beat you. Yeah, great. I got yeah. seven. Yeah, well yeah. How the fuck does that happen? Well, uh, you, well some Tom. miracles do happen, Tom. Well done. Mm. Anyway, Adelaide kicks 16-6, which is also exciting for them. Sharpshooters. Yeah, well done. And Sunday rolled around. Yep. Yeah, good. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> then uh, in this, the Sydney Frio game was interesting in the sense of pretty similar to the Brisbane Gold Coast game, where um, for the first half, competitive, 
then one team were just like, oh, I've had enough of this. Uh, Sydney then went on a rampage. Sydney's um, scary. They have yeah. a switch. They have a switch that they flick, and it is scary. Yeah. It looks scary as well, because if you've got, like, a head, there's elbows coming for them, so... Did he get a week? Yeah, yeah. he got a week. So, for one, anyone who one week. Know, one week. One week. Not enough. So, for anyone who doesn't know, Buddy got reported uh, in this game because he, out of frustration, threw an elbow, which connected with a Fremantle Dockers player's head. Yep. Uh, and in the damning footage, Buddy looks back to make sure that he lands the elbow before throwing the elbow, which would have made me give him two to three, but I'm not Gil. And uh, I don't need Buddy to kick a thousand goals for the popularity of my sport. So yeah. it's just so dumb by him too. Yeah. Like he, especially because like, he's playing Essendon, who he loves to kick goals on. Yeah, this week, but he won't be playing. He'll be yeah. thinking about kicking goals on us instead. Dog act. Hope he ends the year on nine hundred ninety nine goals. Oh no! Oh. Imagine how big round one would be if that happens. It'd be juicy. It would be short. huge. It could be the juiciest. We run on the field yeah. and throw elbows at anyone. Yes! <laughs> Always, but we we do that rather than doing the, the Buddy Franklin look behind you elbow, we do the classic Tom Hawkins look straight ahead elbow, and then you can say it's an accident. You know what I yes. think we do? Just yep. inspired by Buddy and his recklessness, we just we pad our elbows up big time. Yeah. Just like put pillows on them and just throw elbows, and then people love it. They don't care. Yeah. It's yeah. fun then. They yeah. get what we're doing. We're we're making we're making a joke. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's like yep. being cuddled a bit, but mm-hmm. with a pillow on your elbow. Yeah, and with force. Um, th- this also probably highlights the problem with uh, throwing elbows when you're Buddy Franklin is that people talk about you throwing elbows and not the fact that Isaac Heaney took a fucking enormous mark, kicked a goal, and that killed Fremantle. Oh yeah, yeah. Freo are dead. They've um, lost five. Walters, it's yeah. over for them. Heaney was awesome. So he kicked five goals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, five, five, five goals. One. Mark yeah. of the year. Yeah. That's got to be mark of the year, right? That's That Ooh. is... Oh, like, this is the thing. Mark of the year for the first time ever, I feel like, is genuinely hard to pick. People Previous taking- years, there's usually like one or two that's like, oh, it's that one. This year, it's like, it could be the Shy Bolton one. It could be the fucking Heaney one. There was another one this round. Um, Waitman yeah, climbed on Max Gorn's head. Yeah. Max Gorn's been climbed on like four times. <laughs> <laughs> He's sick of it. He's going to be remembered as a stepladder and not as a premiership <laughs> captain at this rate. But Isaac Heaney taking that huge mark and kicking the goal from that mark was interesting because that sent Sydney on a fucking rampage. I think then they kicked like six or seven straight after that. Yep. Yeah, they fucking hell. I think they might make top four. If, Who's falling out, Melbourne? I think there's two teams falling out, mate. In my, <laughs> in my ladder predicted today, I think um, uh, Brisbane... And- Brisbane climbed to third and Sydney a fourth. So Melbourne and Port fall out? Yeah, Melbourne a sixth. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mel- Melbourne yeah. a sixth in mind too. They've got a pretty tricky draw. And the thing is, they've lost a couple of ones they needed to win early. Um, I think they only lo- they lose two more games, Melbourne. Yep. It's, and um, who are they lo- uh, West Coast? They're losing I'm to guessing? West Coast over there, potentially, and Geelong in Geelong. Um,. But yeah, like, fucking Sydney look fucked good. Like, scary fucked good. If I was any team in the top eight right now, and sadly I'm not, and we'll get to that later, I would be shitting myself about Sydney. Oh, they're, they're scary. They, they've they beaten all of our teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about Sydney that makes them scarier too is it's like, they're really good this year. They're going to be better next year. Because all Tom, these players who've played, you know, 
Don't say that, Tom. Games. Tom, it's too scary. Shut the fuck get... up, Tom. Tom, shut, shut up. You're going to get better. Tom, shut up, Tom. My heart is racing. I can't... I've i become a scaredy boy. New episodes every Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but seriously, Tom, shut up. This yeah, is yeah, how good's footy, not how good's the future. Yeah. Uh, Tom, how good's the present? And by present, I mean Sunday afternoon when Geelong <laughs> smashed Richmond. Oh, boys, it was fucking good. We are now two for two against Richmond, and I think we're the first team in some years to beat them by more than six goals on two occasions in a season. They don't tend to lose twice to teams. 2016. There you go. Um, We fucking murdered them. It was a pretty tight game, like to quarter time. Um, It was boring. Boring to watch. (laughs) Really contested, bit of a slog, and then all of a sudden about halfway through the second quarter, we just lit it up and... Um, this is the third week in a row we've kept a team to one goal to half time. Um, that's massive. You look at the opponents in that as well, but that's still you've got to do it. Um, and I tell you what, boys, Asava Radagalea has had a big, big week. Signed mm. a two-year de- deal during the week. It was his fucking birthday on Saturday? Happy playing birthday. his fiftieth game on Sunday, and then had a career best four goals and looked. Fucking hell. Very, very hungry. It, yeah. He was he was really good. Really, really good in this game. Um, but yeah, we fucking smashed him, and you love to see it. It's good. The only thing I'm a little bit sad about, Tom, is you kind of let them have a bit of a party time last quarter. Yeah, but they looked depressed. It was the most depressed party time I've ever seen. Yeah. Keep them like there. Kicking yeah. junk goals, looking, ugh, whatever. Because um, the, the, you guys, I don't know, you won the last quarter just. It sat around. It sat around about forty to about this what thirty eight to fifty points for most of the game, just moving back and forward. Bit of a shootout in the last quarter, but um, yeah, just killed him in the second quarter. And then I was I was starting a little bit worried because every time we play Richmond, they do that thing where all of a sudden they come to life in the third quarter. And this time they tried it on, and uh, like the first two, and then we just went shut the fuck up. Yeah, go they on. don't have the. They haven't got the players to do it. No, no, it's that. I mean, that's a big one too. But um, we're 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 looking good. We we played well. Our backline played well. Um, we played without Joel Selwood for most of the second half. Quinton Narkel came on as a super sub and had more clearances than anyone else on the ground in a quarter and a half of football. Jesus yep. fucking Christ! Why is he not getting selected every week? What the fuck, Chris Scott? Because well, because Joel, Joel Selwood signed another contract. Yeah, retire, but, well, Joel. Exactly. He's, exactly. Um, retire. Sean, who would you prefer? A man that bleeds from his head every five minutes and is an old fuck? Or someone that's young and exciting and named Quinton? Someone who sparkles, for sure. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Right now... Tom, here's no. the thing. Joel You've got Selwood an old fuck team. Is our captain. Retire. <laughs> yeah, retire. who cares? Selfish. He's got to play the rest of the year. Yeah, retire. <laughs> After that. But why would they wait till the end of the season to give him a contract extension? It's bizarre. Mm, I don't know. He must selfish. Be on, must selfish, be to be honest. Money type thing. Yeah, he better be on. Um, he better be. He better be paying the club. Ugh. A Dalhouse special. Yeah, yeah. But nah, looked good. Feels good. Fucking love it. How good's footy? It's actually shit, Tom. Because when we get to the next game, Essendon only kick one goal in the second half and lose to GWS by thirteen points and therefore fall out of the top eight with a despicable performance. Thanks for asking. Good. Good for you though, Tom. Well done. Good for you too, Sean. I'm glad. Look, it's sad that it, you know we couldn't have everyone happy. Yep. But two out of three ain't bad. It's great. Well, it's uh, forgetting that uh, you all miss out on a roast if Essendon don't make the top eight, remember? Mm, 
don't think that's true. I think you just miss out on an invite. Yeah, I think you miss out on the invite. <laughs> I'll just sit at home and eat of toast by myself. Yeah. Getting yeah. photos of the no. Reed brothers and Sean. Yeah. I know, you can you come. Can, you can come, but you Except can't have any toast. roast. Yeah. You've got yeah. to have toast. Yeah. yeah. My dad'll make you some toast. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's great. Yep. You can't have anything on the toast though. Yeah. Dry toast. Just dry toast. Weak old bread as well. Yeah, stale as fuck. It needs to hurt to chew. I want ble- <laughs> bleeding gums and fucking destroyed throat. I've got to invite yeah. a dentist to this roast. <laughs> <laughs> Just burnt stale toast with like the barest scraping of butter on the top. Yeah. Um, I will say, I guess one positive, strong first half. Um, Dylan Shield came back and even though he didn't have like a huge impact on the game, he showed a lot of his like match smarts are still absolutely there. There was a lot of like very clever taps and just awareness of what other players and like ball movement and stuff. So we're probably a better team with him in, but also it kind of seemed like that with the current team, there was a little bit of a mismanagement and like who to play where and where our goals are going to come from and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. When you kick one goal and a half of football, you usually lose. And unfortunately that's what happened. Yeah. Do you want to end it there, Joel? Do you want? Um, I want to end enough? a lot of things there, Tom. That's fair. Look, that's <laughs> fair. Look, how about how about just to to get you back up out of the the depths of despair? We talk about something that is how good's footy adjacent, but isn't quite how good's footy, and that is the twenty twenty one Tokyo Olympics. It's actually the twenty twenty, Tom. Well, no, no, no. Well, yeah. Look, it's the twenty twenty, but it's twenty twenty one. It's the Tokyo Olympics of this year. Like, come on. All yeah. right. What are, they, what are they going to be called in the record books, Tom? 2020. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Tom, I've got a question for you. How good's the 2020 Olympics?
2020 Olympics. What's been your favorite event so far, Tom? I know you've been fucking dying for this. Oh, yeah. come been, on, Olympic boy. I Today, I just had from the 8 o'clock to just before I sat down here, yep. just injected into my veins. Yep. Yep. It's yep. so good. Um, but While my, working as well, presumably. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, definitely doing heaps of sending heaps of emails that accidentally just say like athletes' names in it because I hear a commentator say it in the background. Yeah, yeah sure. good. Um, but yeah, obviously swimming is my favorite thing, but there's a new favorite sport, boys, and it's a sport we all love, and that is the sport of skateboarding. It's the best. <laughs> the Olympics are fucking idiots for not putting it in their programming 20 years ago. If the Sydney 2000 Olympics had skateboarding in it, my life would be significantly different. You'd be a skateboarder right now. I would only care about skateboarding. We would never have met you. <laughs> Tony Hawk would have been an Olympian if that happened. That's oh, hectic. He still could. Well, uh, whilst watching the skateboarding, and look, maybe this is just how good skateboarding at the Olympics, but uh, apparently what happened is because he kind of mentors uh, some of the skaters, yeah. uh, but apparently when he got off the plane, he pretty much got off the plane in Tokyo Got, went straight to the Olympic Stadium and then immediately was just skateboarding in the like the Olympic uh, urban sports park. Man, that's unreal. You don't if Tony Hawk rolls up, rolls up to your stadium and is like, "Can I have a go?" You don't say no. You say absolutely, like, Tony. You say, "Yeah." Do you want us to name it after you as well? Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's been it's been a great Olympics. There's been some fucking great stories, but yeah, all the skateboarding has been unreal. The fact that uh, today in the women's skateboarding, first and second are two 13-year-olds. Yeah. And they are so much cooler than I ever was at any age, current or previous. What's the age limit in the Olympics? I think it's 13. Depends on the event, too. Yeah, It's wild. You can go younger, I think, with gymnastics. I think you've had like some 12-year-olds in the gymnastics. Jesus. Um, I I think. I think there was a 14-year-old in the swimming today. Yeah, there was. Yep, fourteen. She, she came fourth. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, Big. We're talking about swimming. We're talking about how much I fucking love swimming and how what fucking is, good the swimming is. Quickly before we get to that, because the skateboarding had some like crazy stories of just like just niceness. So Tony Hawk on his Instagram posted uh, footage of the best trick. Oh, one of the best trick runs by the Olympian Yuto, who won gold medal in the men's street skating. He is and, a cool dude. He is. And, he is the most laid back man. Yeah, it is. I was impressed that he was standing up at That's any point. Yeah, he he's so chill. Um, so Tony Hawk <laughs> posted that that video with just congratulations to Yuto on winning the uh, inaugural uh, Olympic skateboarding event yesterday with this feat of excellence. And then Yuto is in the comments being like, "Arigato, my legend, uh, love heart emoji, <laughs> your god, thank you for everything for skateboarding." And then a skateboarding emoji. Just oh, losing his mind. Rules. He's having the biggest 24 hours of his life, I reckon. He's 22. And yep. yeah, fucking hell. That's another thing. Skateboarding, the age range was so broad. Like, in the women's event, yeah, it was a 13-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 16-year-old. But then there was some skaters that were like uh, like early 30s. There's a 34-year-old skater, the American, who was still in the finals in the medal contention at one point. Like skating against people that could be her children. It's yeah. insane. <laughs> that means it's still time for us. Oh, yeah. Big time. Absolutely. Mm. Absol- um, Can I just say, right, you've got all these like cool skaters just while we're on the skateboarding and, and all the uniforms look sick, except for Australia's, which make we look like either 
a museum tour guide or an <laughs> undercover cop. <laughs> Asics, you drop the ball. You, but everyone else looks so sick. Everyone else has got like cool pants and colors, and we're just wearing like we look like when a corporation is like, we're gonna have casual Fridays, wear a polo shirt. <laughs> it's they look like me when I go to fucking work. Like, <laughs> skateboarders should not look like me. <laughs> no one should. Oi, Tom, Sean, I know yes. you're absolutely fucking dying for this. Swimming. What happened? Yes. Oh. Speaking of commentators, how good is Thorpey in the uh, commentary calling events halfway through? <laughs> oh, he's. It's like, you, you know, when you're watching the 2020 and Shane yep. Warne's like predicting what the wicket ball's going to be. Yeah. It's like yep. that, but better because Thorpey's not a cunt. No, and he gets it right. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's literally, I saw someone tweet today that it's like Thorpey is in the Matrix. Like, he can go into the Matrix, know the results, and then come back out of the Matrix with his Dude. swimming brain. The man, I love I love Thorpey. Um, Big fan of Liesl Jones as well. Liesl Jones is very good. It's it's uh, Maybe that softens the basil factor because both of their expert commentary is actually expert commentary. Yes. Yeah. It's it's. I will say this about the Olympics is the expert commentary when they have like a they have a, a commentator and then someone who's done that sport shits all over the commentary they do for like football with expert commentary in it. It's just use that model. Get yeah. get the good people mm-hmm, to talk. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um. But yeah, the pool. Boys, Australia loves the pool. I love the pool and I love mm-hmm. Australia. And today I think I scared the shit out of both cats and the neighbours when uh, Ariane Titmus fucking beat the best in the world. Uh, in the Best ever. Best ever. She's never... Uh, Katie Ledecky has never lost an individual event at an Olympic Games that she's competed at, which so, is fucking mental. Until now. Until now. Whoa. Oh. It was so good. I'm not even the most excited person, though, boys. The most excited person was a coach. That is the best thing I've ever seen. And the best part about it is, the best part about it is, she won. She's awesome. That coach is happy. It was awesome. It was such a good fucking race that she did to perfection. And all of the Americans are salty as shit and are losing their minds over this coach. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. Mm, just eating all those big American tears. I've never felt as patriotic as I am when I'm dunking on Americans. <laughs> I've seen uh, a lot of American tweets that are just like, not a sport. Have you seen a lot of these today? Yep. Yep. It's, apparently swimming is not a sport. Oh, yeah. Big time. And all, when, it's either, that, it's either yeah. that or it's, uh, oh, I don't fucking care because we're going to beat you in the overall medal tally. And everyone's like, whatever. Like, yeah, shut the fuck cares? up, You've got America. a bigger country. You've got yeah. more yeah. athletes. Shut up. Sh- who cares? Shut up, guys. Get universal health care and then give me a call, fuckheads. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a great race. That was um, the highlight of the day for sure. Yep. If Easily. But no one has seen the footage of the coach celebrating, he does like a big scream, uh, kind of fist pumps, but his body is full of so much energy, he doesn't know what to do. He grabs a barrier and humps it. And then puts his arms up in the air and starts he screaming fence. again. He yeah, fucked, he fucked fence. Fence. Yeah. He he was He's... interviewed late just before. Yeah. He was saying they were like, "What was that celebration?" He was like, "I was the ultimate warrior." <laughs> <laughs> He's um, also wearing because... little tiny green shorts while this is happening. Ah, oh, it's so. But because here's the thing, right? It's not the end. He's actually watching like the last twenty five meters of the race. So it's him realizing she's going to win and then not knowing what to do <laughs> with all of the excitement. And she just, like, 
there's a point about halfway through the race, and this is what we're talking about Thorpey's profit call, speaking of profit calls, is mm-hmm. 150 metres and Katie Ledecky's whole thing is she goes out hard, she wears everybody out, and then no one can touch her till the end. Yeah. And they're like, if Titmus can just stay with her throughout the, the middle portion of the race, she can come home strong and catch her. And Thorpey's like, with 150 metres to go, Ledecky hadn't shaken her, and Thorpey's like, she's in to win here. Yes. Like, Oof. called it then. It's mm-hmm. just, oh. I love it. I love the the girls smashing the world record, um, going sub three thirty in the in the the four by one hundred freestyle the other day. Kate Campbell redeeming herself from Rio didn't actually need to redeem anything. And one thing I've loved about the swimming boys is the attitude around the competitors and the commentary. And I think it's because of Liesl and Thorpey. Is there seems to be this really big thing of making the Olympics is a big deal. Whereas in previous years, I feel like with the swimming, unless they won gold, it was like, oh, they fucked up. They failed. Yeah. Remember when we won a silver medal, I think, in London and the front of the newspapers were like, disgrace, like they failed because they came second. And I think there's a real focus with this games being like, this guy made a semifinal and he swam a PB. How fucking good's that for yeah. this guy? Like, love And that. I'll tell you what, I love it. That's real how good's footy energy in the pool. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. All right. Uh, any... Just quickly, has anyone watched any fucked events that they're like, holy shit, it's crazy this is in the Olympics? Because I watched like three in a row, I reckon. <laughs> I want to... Tom, you're you're the Olympic boy. Yes. What the fuck is dressage? <laughs> because from what I can tell, yep. it's just fancy cunts teaching a horse to basically Be a dance a little bit to some fancy music. So are you familiar with rhythmic gymnastics? I guess, yeah. Same so shit as it. It's it's that with a horse, and it's why do so they the thing do about, it? Why? It's part of it's part of a it's part of the whole equestrian event. You know, it's just that whole thing. Put the horse in a field and let it run. When I see this horse trotting around to this shit song, I want it to die. But see, Sean, <laughs> Sean, later in the equestrian event, you will get to watch this horse run. Yeah, but do all the horses do multiple yeah. events? What if yeah. it's just dressage for this horse? Well, that no, no. I'm pretty sure that's not the case. It'll do everything. It's just fucked. I, I look at that and I'm like, really? That's a, that's an Olympic sport? It's, it's the pentathlon for horses, mate. No disrespect to people who put a lot of work into it. But no disrespect hell. to any horses out there listening to this podcast. Yeah. But Jesus. fucking settle down, cunts. Change the music up. Mm. Put a bit Did of toxic you, in there or something. Um, yeah, look. Uh, Paddy Dangerfield was watching the dressage on Instagram last night after the game. And he was posting... Videos of the dressage with Limp Biscuit playing over the top. Yeah, so that's like, good. Why aren't they breaking this out? That's, that's what good. they should do. The dressage should be improved. Is they don't know the song that's going to play before they get out there, and they have to respond <laughs> and the, to it. The horse has to adapt to it. <laughs> yeah, that's see. All of these ideas are better than what we currently have. Which I'll is give dog you shit. That. I'll give you that. So, Absolute shit. Um, I watched uh, the sixty-seven kilo. Uh, men's weightlifting events, <laughs> and let me tell you, that was real fucked to watch. Sixty-seven kilos when you're lifting hundred and sixty kilos is fucked because I'm like sixty-seven kilos is relatively trim. Well, is very trim. Uh, but when you need muscles to lift hundred and sixty kilos, it means that you're all shoulders and you're about five foot three. Did uh, anyone snap like a twig? No one snapped like a twig. One guy fainted, and then oh. he had two minutes to get back up and do it again. Yeah. Did he do it? Did he do it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gold medal. It was uh, fucked see, up. This- like he tried. Like he's because it was a. Uh, Sorry, can I ask? Did he faint from the exertion yes. of trying yes. to lift? Yes. Like 
fuck me. Because when you put when they uh, it's the snap clean uh, and jerk clean and jerk. The, so when they do when they, do, go when to they here and then go up. When they yeah. lift the bar across their chest, they cut off all the oxygen to their body. And in the replay, you can see it. He immediately just blacks out. And he tra- he's like shakes his head a bit to try and get vision back. Does he drop to- forward? He drops it still. So he doesn't faint there. He drops okay. it I've, and then goes I've, to walk off oh. stage. And then just faints. And then Imagine they pull if he out- fainted and fell backwards and it just fucking <laughs> Yeah, it would have killed him. Oh, um, but yeah, they just pulled out like this... Um, like a uh, petition just so that it like blocked off view of him lying on the ground to the audience. And then he had two minutes to get back up and give it another crack. And oh he did. God. And it worked. Good on him. Yeah. Um, watched some Taekwondo also fucked a teenager, won, teenager won a gold medal and uh, the commentator was Irish and lost his mind and started uh, the Taekwondo. The final hit was a kick and the winner was a teenager so the commentator was like, oh, that's a teenage kick right through the night. <laughs> uh, and I was like, that's good. That's a reference to a song that is very good. Well done. Nah, well um, done. Watched a bit of fencing. It was hectic. Fencing's wild. Yeah. All the all the fighting events are so wild. People are just screaming great. all the time. Yep. It's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, do you There's guys catch on. any of the, uh, the canoe slalom where they've got to go through <laughs> those little gates down an obstacle course and they're just like... Like they're kind of strapped in to a little boat, and they're just like fucking rolling and rocking around. And Australia made the finals, and we've got a chance to win a win a medal tomorrow in the women's. That's just, hectic. I love the Olympics, boys. I love them with my whole heart. Um, and every time they're on, like I get excited in the build up, and then once they're on, I'm just see Patty Mills just dropping threes the other day. Cool. Just, love to see that. Oh, they're a huge chance. They're a big chance considering the Americans are not great. Americans are sucking shit. Yep. For the first time in about 20 years. It's because they don't, they <laughs> don't really... They, they kind of rate them... I think it's at a point now where they're like, ah, oh, we're good enough, it's whatever. We'll just send whoever we've got who wants to do it. But the other teams kind of... Yeah, I think that's Yeah, but it Tom, when America is still like, ah, oh, we'll just send our like fifth <laughs> string team, they're all still fucking all-stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, would, they would make, you know, they could make 20 teams yeah. in the Olympics. But what you do find as the NBA... Over the years, players are coming from different countries. And so other countries are getting stronger and stronger. It's good. Love to see it. It's good. It's good. Do you know what else I love to see? A fixture being confirmed mid-episode. So let's take a look at AFL's round 20, freshly confirmed, Friday night, horse shit versus dog shit. It is St. Kilda take on Carlton at Marvel Stadium. Saints. St. Kilda. Yeah, Saints. Uh, Saturday at Mars Stadium, Western Bulldogs take on Adelaide. Dogs. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. That's dangerous, though, because that's a shit... St- well, it's not a shit stadium. It's just a dangerous stadium for someone that could be playing in finals in four weeks to be out. <laughs> no, no, they'll be fine. Now nah, the dogs... The doggies love it up there. Yeah. Uh, that's a 12.20 on Saturday afternoon, and then at one fifteen on Saturday afternoon in Tasmania. Oh, boy. North Melbourne take on Geelong. Geelong, obviously, but this is a stressful game. Geelong. Geelong. Oof. Yep. Yep. Uh, then, oh, fucking hell. Saturday stacked. 310 on Saturday. Gold Coast take on Melbourne. Melbourne, Melbourne. should win this. Melbourne. Then 415. Collingwood take on West Coast. West Coast. It's dangerous for West Coast. They should win, though. Yeah, West Jeremy Coast. Jeremy Howe might be back for Ooh. Jesus. And yeah. then, so that's at the MCG, and this is at the Gabba. Essendon take on Sydney. 
Saturday Fucking night. Wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sydney. Essendon. Joel, I believe you need to. You need. You can't drop any more games to get to eighth, and I want you to have that roast. So uh, no, we. Can, I think we, not, can, uh, we can still drop. Tom, one. you're so full of shit, man. Tell that to your ladder predictor, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Joel. I'm tipping. Bombers because of friendship, but my ladder predictor does not think that you will win this game. <laughs> yeah, your ladder predictor probably has us losing this and next week and finishing ninth. Tenth for me. Nah, ninth for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Who sneaks but, in above us? Richmond? Yeah, unfortunately. They've hey, look, got the softest draw. It changes everything if you can beat Sydney. Well, if we beat Sydney, which also... See, here's the thing. It would be very unsurprising if Essendon beat Sid like just get into finals the fucking hard way like dropping a game against GWS then beating Sydney the next week or even fucking losing to Sydney and then beating the dogs like stranger things have happened and we're a fucked side so who knows Essendon it's a lot nobody of- <laughs> nobody Mr. Albo's have to sit this week out uh then Sunday uh Adelaide take on Brisbane sorry Hawthorne take on Brisbane Brisbane Brisbane. Uh, Brisbane. I think that's in Tassie. It yes. is. Mm. Launceston. Ugh. Then Giants take on Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Giants. Ooh. Ooh. That really oh, will oh, fuck oh. me. Uh, and then Freo take on Richmond at Optus. Richmond, I think. Freo. I think Richmond. just too hard with the injuries. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. And that puts them... That'll get them back up into eighth, won't it? Yeah. Probably, depending on other results. Fucking hell. Well, yeah, look, their draw's a bit easier than a lot of other teams pushing for that. Although, although you know what? I'm going to go Freo. You know why, Sean? Because I've why? just opened up the group chat and seen a photo that has reminded me ah. of the raw power of the Fremantle Dockers. They're wearing, Are they wearing it? They're wearing the old jumper. Freo. The green. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Old jumper with the green and Alex Pierce um, looking... Like a god. Yep. Like, I'm not even joking. It looks like he is the god of football. Yep. So, uh, one thing with Alex Pierce that I'll just quickly share, uh, and it's it's a story worth noting, and unfortunately there'll be no emails this week because <clears throat> of how good's the Olympics, but that's all right, because your emails this week, everyone that sent an email, it was one of these two things, and look, I'll just quickly cover it. One, the dogs are fucking good, and two, Carlton are fucking shit. And I feel like we've covered both of those things already. But, Alex Pierce. Interesting thing about him that's actually not interesting about him, because it doesn't involve him at all except his name. Sort of. <laughs> Alex Pierce for Frio. I was watching the game, looked at him, long hair, beard, big boy. I was like, fuck. I reckon that guy loves to eat people. Which reminded me <laughs> of Alexander Pierce, a famous inmate from uh, Tasmania, or as it was known at the time, Van Diemen's Land. He was arrested for theft. Uh, participated in a prison break. In that first prison break, uh, ate, ate consumed human flesh as part of a survival, was re-arrested, then in a second jail break, got out again. This time, no, like, nothing went wrong. Then he was re-arrested, and when they found him, he had pockets full of human flesh, because he just decided that he liked the taste of people. And I reckon yeah. Alexander Pierce, Alex Pierce, same spirit. That is fucked. There's the film based on that, right? Yeah, yes. I think so. I know Which about it. Tom and I, Tom and I saw it mm. on our first day of uni, and the girl who was sitting next to Tom passed out. 
because the film hectic. was so fucked. Yep. She fainted into my lap and I had to carry her out of the oh, cinema. Fucking yeah. Thomas Hero Reed. Everybody swooned that day. They're yeah. like, look at this. <laughs> look at that guy. Whoa. Yeah. Dr. Reed. <laughs> but yeah, Frio looked down. You know what? I'm going Frio based on that as well. The yeah, green Frio. and the human flesh. They're going to eat Richmond. They're going to fucking eat him. They owe David Mundy one after they couldn't get up for his 350. Oh, yeah. Big time. 351 is going down in history books. Also, I think there's been 300 games played. Sorry. I think there's been... You know what? I'm not actually going to say this because I don't trust the commentary team at all, but they did imply that uh, everyone who's played a 300th game in the, like the last 10 games or something has won, but that feels wrong. Every 300th game, yeah, every player that played a 300th game this year, I think, has won that game. Okay, well, that's an okay stat, and I'll... I, I mean, you've said it, Tom, so I still don't believe it, but it's out there now. No, I saw, that, I saw the same stat. Yeah. Well, that's still exciting. That's big. I don't believe it either, Sean. And the audience, I strongly suggest you don't believe it, but it's out there now. And Tom, if you want to send us an email next week, where can you find us? Um, so you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty uh, at gmail.com. That's the address. I, I fucked the start of it up, but it's howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know about the Olympics. Let us know about footy. It's the AFLW draft on Tuesday night. Um, get excited about that. Let us know what you think of how that went down, you know? Or you can find us on Twitter at HowGoodsFooty or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Douche13. And you can also find Tom at Horny for Olympics. <laughs> I love the Olympics! <laughs> Fuck, footy in the Olympics is going to be hectic. And I think there's going to be an ambush this week. Ooh, fucking hell. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.